Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronald Moorfield. <laughs> that was a nice little pregnant pause there, yeah, as they yeah. would say in the biz. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know. And me, Ron Warfield. Yeah, question mark? Is that what it is? Question mark? Yeah. Uh, sorry. I think you uh, have earned, uh, or you had a lovely rest the last week. A nice Very true. break. Very true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, 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 the better half surprised me with a trip to Tenerife for four nights, which I have to say Ooh. is was very Ooh. magical um and like we went we stayed in the hard rock hotel in tenerife which is south of the islands lovely America. very nice um yeah i've cool. never been to tenerife nor had i this was my first time and it was lovely half say it's very very uh paradise like you know it's like really, oh yeah uh, tropical yeah. very tropical very palm trees and excellent you know scenery and sunsets and a lot like and they had this like uh this weather system coming in it was called a kalima and, okay uh, it's basically just like uh hot air coming in from the sahara but it has all this dusty like ness to it the like sandy the, the, all the sandy or... dustiness to it like so basically the sky is hazy all the time but the temperatures are through the roof it should be like 1920 this time of year and there were like, it should 20, be it was oh, 20, okay yeah, it was 26 27 degrees the whole time we were there like and it was yeah it was lovely so oh my god that plus the unlimited beer that sounds food. amazing. No, the food was off the charts. Oh, really? Yeah, the food was off the charts because it was like a, it was a buffet. Most days it's buffet. It has its own restaurants and stuff. But um, this particular uh, hotel has three restaurants, as far as we can make out, uh, like four bars, three pools. Uh, but it has a buffet restaurant, which is open all day, every day. And the food out of it, normally a buffet food is like me. But this is ridiculous. It's the best buffet yeah. you've ever had in your life. So, yeah, it was pretty hard not to eat. Ow! To a, to a to a coma. So yeah. Ah, uh, that sounds amazing. It I'm was. just surprised that the actual weather was that high for February. As were the locals. They they told like, us it's sort of this, so. that it was unusual. Mm. Unusual, nice, nice, unusual. Yeah, very nice, very unusual. So yeah. Nice, nice. Wow. So are they going to, do they have a cocktail called Kalima no. in its honor? No, they don't. <laughs> I guess have... it's more global warming, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably more. That would be a more fitting name for the cocktail they did in an honor to the weather, like global warming and yeah. corporate greed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two shots of vodka. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice one. God, well, I did not have as an exciting... No week as you did yeah. um it was just fucking absolutely like extremely boring in comparison to going on a tropical island paradise uh holiday uh so yeah i mean hope you had a fucking great time and not jealous at all, <laughs> had, jealous at all. Kiss my i were actually i were, uh so when you were living it up in tenerife i uh i was doing the late late show and then I actually was so I was in all day like Friday till midnight and then 
on Sunday I was doing some Dancing with the Stars uh, stuff. Mm. So I was in on Sunday evening as well. Just when you're, you know, just trying to relax after the weekend. Yeah. I and uh, cool so and you, I was, were, uh, you were uh, dealing with manic chaos in the RTE competition room, I think. Is, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it was pretty manic on Friday because um, there was Eurosong on Late Late. So when oh, we yeah, get to choose yeah. the uh, the winner. So our department actually deals with the voting for that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, very it, interesting choosing the winner it's really just choosing the person who gets to embarrass themselves on a national stage again oh no way yeah well that's what the last four or five years have been what's it is i didn't hear this new act is it any good i really like uh i actually when i watched because obviously i was there so i watched all six of them and i really thought that the the last one uh, was the catchiest and kind of more, most sort of upbeat. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really like you'd actually you'd hum along to it like in the car if it was on, you know, sort of way. It's it's okay. really poppy. It's really uh, it's very much like, uh, you know, a 2022 song. It's not a it's not harping back to kind of, you know, a sort of a like a folky song. It's not. Like it's it's very up to date, and um, yeah, there was another very Eurovisiony song in there in in the six, and uh, but it just kind of sounded like every other Eurovision song, so it wasn't that really interesting. Right, right, but right. this one is actually really really good, I think. Hmm. And do you think it has a chance yeah. of actually getting placed in somewhere? I definitely think it has a you know a chance to go through to like the second round or whatever yeah, like yeah, we've yeah. gotten kicked out in the first round for like a while now haven't we mm. um like it's it's, but... it's the problem is it's not about musical talent anymore it's about the novelty acts and it's about the controversy that those yeah the acts can drum up like so and also well, which country has the most viewers watching because obviously every country votes for their own like so yeah i know that's another big problem so that's i know they have yeah. the jury votes and then public votes and stuff but but then again like not all countries will be in the final night so like you have to you, like last year i voted for iceland because i thought iceland's act was amazing yeah. it was like they had the key tires and there was like about 10 of them just like sort of really super pop yeah <laughs> <laughs> look if that... someone has a fucking key tire i'm just you're just there you're there for it that's it it's like 100 percent. take my money i voted about 15 times for iceland yeah um the plus you last, know where last year's ireland act listening going you fucking bitch <laughs> yeah i know it's like sorry suckers um uh yeah but like the 80s kind of costumes and the key tires were just like yeah okay go on go on go Iceland. On, take, my, go on. take my vote take go it. on, on. Man. Man. man just take it i'm not even looking just take it i know <laughs> back pocket trying yeah, to like chuck yeah. my vote put put my like like a old granny trying to give their their grandkid a fiver go on i won't nope yeah but yeah yeah so that was a bit of bounce um but yeah so that's about all my news i think 
that's all right. That's okay. Um, right, will we get on to talking about what we watched? Yeah, why not, for the crack. Okay, uh, did I get, I went first, I think, last time. Uh, yes, you did, so I'll go first this time. And you watched? I watched uh, Pam and Tommy. Ah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is getting a lot of traction on social media, and it's been heavily yeah. advertised. Um, so it's definitely the uh, the the program that they want everyone to be talking about, sort of thing. Yes, um, it's on every. I feel like every actor that's in this, or even like I don't know, it, it's just every person is being interviewed on all the big chat shows. Yeah, so all the cast are doing all the all the, 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 the nighttime chat shows and the adverts are running every channel every day. It's um it's like yeah. They basically played a lot of money into the market and stuff. Um because they want this to be the next big social topping talking point, I guess. Um and also the cast itself is quite high end for a for a mini series. So they've obviously played Disney have obviously played a ton of money into this. Um so it's obviously on Disney Plus. Um in the States, it's been done through the Hulu arm, which is owned by Disney+, Plus, but here it's just regular Disney+. Plus. Um, so it's a story about, if you don't know, uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, who got married very quickly in a very whirlwindy romance type of way. Um, they basically got married four days after meeting um, in Mexico. And yeah, it was a very tumultuous and crazy relationship from the beginning, we'll say. Um and that is the basis for the, the story that we join it in is basically Seth Rogen, who plays a workman, a carpenter who was working on Tommy Lee's house in Hollywood. Uh, he's building him a, a, a mega superstar bed. Uh, but Tommy Lee keeps changing his mind and um, keeps uh, being an changing asshole about the, it. Yeah. yeah. Basically just being a dick about the whole thing, being a classic Hollywood arsehole about it. Um which, for all intents and purposes, that's apparently what he's exactly like. They nailed his character to a T, apparently. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Ted Rogan's getting increasingly pissed off by this. Um, and he's in the hole for like eight or nine grand because he um, had to pay for everything up front. And Tommy Lee's saying, the money's no object, but he hasn't provided any yet. So, um, of course, it all goes tits up. Uh, uh, and Tommy Lee basically fires him and another fella who are working on the job and leaving the two of them deeply in debt and uh, yeah, basically being a true dickhead about it. So uh, Seth Rogen hatches a plan to get revenge. Um, what? What'd you say there? What was it? He's wreck? a wreckhead. Oh, he's a wreckhead. Big time, yeah. So Seth, He's Seth, a wreckhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Seth Rogen hatches a plan to uh, get revenge um, essentially by breaking into the house and seeing whatever valuables he can find. So he does a lot of uh, reconnaissance work around the house on the sly, uh, figures the best way to break in and does so and steals a safe that's in the garage. Um, and usual bits and pieces are in it. There's jewelry, there's cash, there's all sorts of stuff he's able to hock for money and make it make a little bit of money off um, in the short term. But then he finds a small uh, camcorder tape, which then uh, turns out to be uh, the very personal uh, tape of Pamela and Tommy Lee uh, being quite intimate together um, so he realises this in the right hands through the right channels is worth a lot of money and yeah that's pretty much the first episode then the second episode transitioned to a few years earlier where we get to see the, or- the origin story of Pamela and Tommy Lee um, 
where they meet, get married, yada, yada, yada. Um, so it goes back to their like romance. It goes back to their romance, if you can call it that. Uh, it was literally just four days of the two of them strung out knees um, and basically, yeah, having a great old time in Mexico and then getting married at the end of it. Um, but surprisingly enough, they decided to stick it out. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's pretty much the first two episodes. It's, yeah, so that, they're the first two episodes that I watched. Um, there's three episodes out currently at the moment, but I watched the first two for the sake of this. Um, but yeah, that's essentially the first two episodes. It's it's intriguing stuff, I have to say, for a story that's very true and that was very highly publicized. I didn't know a lot of the intricacies about the actual robbery itself. Um, and I have to say the highlight of me, it for me is actually Seth Rogen's character. He's definitely the most um, engaging character of the three. Because there's obviously three yeah. main characters. So he would be the most engaging because his story is the one that you're interested in most to follow. Uh, the the cast that they have for Tommy Lee and Pamela is very good. Um, now I didn't think that the girl playing Pamela Lee looked like her at all, uh, but they have the makeup and and everything else done perfectly, and she does she does look like her, and she does all the mannerisms that Pamela used to do and stuff um, back in the day. And Pamela is very much a character who's um, not really stupid, but is so used to playing stupid and to being the blonde bimbo persona. That she just does that mannerism of, you know, the pretty dumb blonde pretty much all the time, even off camera and stuff like, and it's basically, she's like, she's always putting on a performance. So that, that, that was a real uh, interesting trait of that character. Tommy Lee's just a dickhead. Um, and he's true and true, a, a totally unlikable character. So, uh, and very much the, the bad boy type that apparently she was, she was all about. Like, so, so yeah, that's. And- who is the what's his name? I can't think of him. Uh, in Parks and Rec, but he's oh, Seth yeah. Rogen's. Um, he's, he's basically yeah, Nick Offerman. He is. Ah, oh, Nick Offerman. Yes. Yeah. So he's basically <clears throat> Seth Rogen has a has a bit of a past in terms of uh, had a mild, mild dabblings in the porn industry. Um, the girl he he was married to was a porn actress, and he himself was uh in a in a porn film very briefly, years and years ago. So true that he knew the character of Nick Offerman, who was a who was a pornographer we'll say and now this is the height of the vhs pornography boom we'll say so we're talking mid 90s uh so this guy's you know he's raking it in and it's looking looking good for him in the industry the internet is literally just a fad that's just come out it's five minutes old at this stage and this is the avenue i think where seth rogan's going to realize that this is where they can make their money uh, because they're being turned down left, right, and center. I think from uh, uh, basically the, nobody will go near the tape because they don't have permission to show from either participant. So yeah, I think the internet's gonna gonna be where it heads because they're sort of <clears throat> towards that. Like, um, but yeah, that's yeah, that's it's an interesting, very interesting story. It's really, really good. Uh, it's a little too, I don't want to say crass, but a little too. Um, I don't know, pointlessly really? gra- Yeah, a little too pointlessly graphic at times. Oh yeah, like yeah. do you mean sexually or do you mean like violent? No, sexually. Um, okay. Yeah, there's an. Or incident- you think like it doesn't need to be? Yeah, where it doesn't need. Well, there's a, there's a scene where Tommy <laughs> Lee is uh, deciding that he's fallen in love with Pamela and he's having a conversation with his penis. And uh, okay, yeah. And the actual conversation is a two way thing. The the penis is talking back, and they do show talking, which is you know. At times I'm like, that's a bit 
yeah, stupid and not funny, you know. But um, yeah, I don't yeah, get that. Yeah, it was it was it was a bit pointless. But other than that, other than that sort of stuff, which I, they, that was obviously a, a, a stab of humor and stuff like, but it, I don't think it landed. Um, but uh, other yeah. than that, I found it to be quite quite interesting, and I found uh, also he's not really a comedic actor as well. Like, that, um, uh, yeah, that's Sebastian Stan, I should say, who yeah uh, you'd know from the Marvel films as the yeah. Uh, the the soldier with the metal arm, the winter soldier. Um, so yeah, that's his big thing up to now. Um, so yeah, he's not known for his comedy acting, but you know he's 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 quite good at portraying Tommy Lee as you know the the solid gold prick he is. Um, <laughs> so and I mean that in more ways than one, unfortunately. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Um, is there a lot of sex in the first because i not a lot there's like there is some sex in it and it is when it happens you're like oh, well you know this is obviously what was the, the driving factor of their relationship with sex like um yeah which is why they felt so like yeah that's fair it. enough um but yeah it's not overly graphic but the, the penis conversation was a bit much for me and um, <laughs> as it would be for most <laughs> let's face it <laughs> I'm gonna call that. I'm gonna call this episode the penis conversation was too much. <laughs> hey, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'll, 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 it's new episodes every Wednesday, so I'll definitely watch the rest of it and see how. Well, I know how it pans out, but I'll see how it gets there. It would be interesting. So um, yeah, but, uh, very yeah. good. Interesting. It was. It was kind of like an interesting take on on like the whole. Uh, or it is so far, like because that video is kind of the very first viral sensation ever. Mm. You know? It was, the, yeah. it, was, it was the very first film or you know internet uh, scandal, sort of, kind of scandal. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But also, it probably was how we started buying and streaming online. Mm. Like, yeah. I can't remember what else derived from the porn industry but it was something really uh something really basic online and someone i can't remember what it was now and basically they were like well that all stemmed from the porn but um well, but i think there, because the there was such like, a huge uh, demand there's the whole thing of like back in the day vhs and versus beta Oh yeah. So back when videotapes first came out, oh, it was like two yes. formats. This could have been it. Yeah. That could have been it. And beta was the more technically superior format, but VHS was cheaper. But also VHS at the back end of the porn industry. And many people think that that's why VHS won. Succeeded. So- yeah. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> and that could be what you're thinking of. Yeah. Are you okay? I'm great. Yeah, that's that is probably what I was thinking of. Because I remember it was something like, yeah. And I, I reckon like because if they started setting up and selling these videos of Pam and Tommy on the internet then I could imagine that th- like if the internet was just new there wasn't really even a, a shopping cart kind of set up yeah. like even done then but it was probably created to accommodate something like this Yeah. so yeah. it's yeah. mad yeah. how these things kind of derive from the necessity and obviously it was something to do with something scandalous, scandalous like this like this exactly yeah yeah uh but yeah no, that's yeah. the uh that's the that's the story of pam and tommy lee or tommy i should say just pam and tommy but um yeah i'd recommend it go watch on disney on this on the disney plus yeah 
Cool. Very good. Um, so on, I was on Netflix this week, mm. and I watched the Tinder Swindler. Yes, indeed. So basically, on Netflix, uh, like for the last sort of few weeks, there's been a few different kind of con con man kind of series and uh yeah there's like there's a few of them now actually Mm. but tinder swindler was definitely the most probably high profile uh doc i've seen netflix put out in a long time and like even just looking up a bit of backstory for it for this um i mean you literally google tinder swindler and it's there's articles in wall street journal new york times uh like it's worldwide like all over the place now yeah and it's a very well-made documentary uh initially i kind of thought it was some kind of like catfish sort of the old uh you know prince in that like wherever and needs like your money and you know that kind of line of behavior but it it's actually so much worse than that um so it basically starts off with we meet Cecilia. So she's Norwegian, but she lives in London. And just like any other 20, late 20 year old, uh, she's on Tinder. She's just swiping away and she comes across this guy, Simon Leviev's uh, Tinder profile. So looks pretty luxurious, uh, looks kind of he's a handsome looking guy um, and he has very kind of cool like private jet photos and like he's on a yacht and he's in really nice restaurants he dresses really well looks pretty lavish she swipes right he swipes right they connect and they have they start off texting and they get along very well so next thing he flies into London and he gets her to meet her to meet him in his hotel they have a dinner and then literally on the first date, he brings her on a private jet to Bulgaria and because he needs to go there for work. Mm. So his backstory is basically that he says his parents own a jewelry dynasty. So his father is like the like the diamond king. And, and he's the diamond so, prince. And he's the diamond yeah, prince. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> everything you're just saying, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> but anyway, but like, I guess a big thing, and um, Cecilia is kind of like says it as well, is that you know, there's one thing about sort of catfishing on Facebook in photos, but the fact that he has met her in a really nice hotel in central mm-hmm. London he's and then he brings her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's yeah. bringing her on a physical private jet. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of putting like, you know, his money where his mouth is, if you pardon the yeah, point. That, that's the convincing um, part of it for her. Like, is that he, he, yeah. he says he's rich, but then he like acts rich and has the money exactly. to show that he's rich. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, all the staff seem to know who he is and all the wait staff and everything. Um, he also travels with a bit of an entourage. So he travels with a big security bouncer guy. So again, pretty, you know, it seems like it's a legit op- like situation. Um, he also, uh, 
says he drops in hints that like sometimes the jewelry industry can be quite threatening and I think um like he kind of lays little foundations for like that there you know there's been possible threats and stuff in the past um and so that's that basically um then a few weeks in it's literally around six weeks in so they talk every day they don't see each other all the time but then he's traveling all the time but he literally uh met like they message so they're actually doing a like a long physical a long physical term a long-term relationship yeah but they but then he'll like he'll fly in like she's she's from Norway so sometimes she goes home to Oslo but he'll fly to Oslo on his private jet and like so he's really you know making what she thinks is a lot of effort to be with her and showing like signs that this is actually a real relationship Mm. um and then basically uh yeah about six weeks later um he sends her pictures of his bodyguard with like blood on his head. He sends pictures of um of himself with blood on on his shirt and like in an ambulance, and basically telling her that there was an attack, um, and that his 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 father's enemies are trying to get him. Um, basically, he can't use his credit cards or his um yeah any of his credit cards or his bank accounts uh because they'll be able to track his whereabouts wherever he is and so then cecilia yeah he's in danger then cecilia he asked cecilia basically to forward him uh like a credit card like an american express card and to basically top it up by a few grand um much to like my surprise, Cecilia does this and actually goes ahead and sends him a credit card and actually sends him like I think it was about ten or fifteen grand the first time. She's doesn't look like she's absolutely cash uh strapped, but like she she's not just, the kind of money he's so she ends up yeah. taking out loans. Yeah. <clears throat> she en- yeah she ends up taking out loans for this guy because he asks her for that much money first but then it bills and bills and bills and she ends up giving him two hundred thousand uh, dollars from various different top-ups now at some point um, doesn't he pay her back she's a big devast- chunk of change doesn't he pay her back a big chunk of change yeah so that's he what does- convinced her to keep giving him more like i think he so, yeah, so during I think like three quarters into her giving the money, uh, he gives her, I think around like, um, when when she's given him I think about a hundred grand, uh, he gives her I think a cash check for like two hundred grand or something. Okay, I'm totally getting these figures wrong, but well, he do, basically he, do, yeah, yeah, the, he, he gives her a check, but she can't bloody cash it then because the bank's like i'm not cashing this check for like this amount of money from this guy who we don't know anything about he's never met us and so they're like protecting themselves obviously they're not going to just give her 200 grand Uh it's a piece of paper in the end of the day um see me 
so also then we meet uh, Pernilla. So she ends up going on a date with Simon as well. Um, but then they end up just being friends. Yeah, well, um, for me, yeah. yeah, so they end up being friends. I'm thinking like, did she actually, was there actually something more? Um, she's but she's just kind of protecting yeah. herself. Um, but yeah, so they ended up just being friends. And same thing, she was swanned around on private jets. They went to Greece. And then uh, sent her the exact same photos as as Cecilia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the bouncer got, the bouncer got uh, kicked or beaten up and his life was in danger. She sent him a load of cash as well um, to protect him or to keep him afloat. Now, when we see the documentary, it's done in a way so we can see that during the time, um, uh, during the time Simon is bringing Pernilla, the friend, to Greece, is the same time that Cecilia has given him a load of cash. So he's basically meeting women, uh, creating a relationship. It's long distance. He lets them experience a lavish lifestyle. He sends pics of the bodyguard bleeding. And he asked for the credit card details um, for a few days. And then he asked more and more. And then he, while he's got that cash, he's actually lavishing it on another woman. Yeah. And then yeah. he'll do the same to her and so on and yeah. so forth. It's a cycle, like, yeah. yeah. And we've met, we like in this documentary, we meet, we meet three of his victims. Um, it's a very well-made documentary, actually, because it keeps you engaged a lot like extremely well like I think now that's what as as program makers and filmmakers you have to deter people from looking away looking at their phone so in this documentary actually it has you know obviously you can see the visions on screen but then um it also has the text so you can like as the the women are describing their story you're reading his texts coming through, you're hearing his um his voicemails, his voice notes, and but you're seeing their texts back and forth as well, all the way through this story. So it really kind of grabs you and kind of gives it more of an authentic feel as a documentary. Mm. And um yeah, so basically it's not it's not a you know a big sort of whodunit. You know this guy is a fraudster. Um, a little bit about him. So he fled Israel on fraud in 2011. He went to Finland. He served two years for swindling two other women there. And then he met these women around 2017, 2018. And then in 2019, he spent 15 months in prison in Israel. After five months, he was released. And that was for theft, fraud, uh, forgery. And the Times Israel said that between 2017 and 2019, this guy has taken $10 million from women who haven't actually been like, who aren't obviously in this documentary, but it's just an accumulation since the, since the documentary came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just absolutely crazy to think that if he went into a bank 
with a gun and said, give me all the money and he'd be in jail for 20 years. Whereas because there were people who gave him money. That's the thing, like the people who willingly handed it over, even though they were being coerced, it's still a willing transaction like and that's a lot harder to prove in court sort of thing like you know it's it is and like but the problem is though as well is that they actually have evidence of him saying that their lives were in danger so he at certain points has said like well i'm in danger but it also means you're in danger too because they have your information they know what you look like uh one of the girls cecilia she said that he knew like um he knew where her mother lived. He he left a voicemail on her mother's phone. Yeah. So like it's really threatening behavior saying that her and her family were in danger is 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 like almost sort of taking them hostage, if you think about it. And then she's forced to give him money. Do you know, like this guy is an absolute piece of work. And yeah. um, but then. The documentary also goes through another investigation as well. Uh, so a Norwegian paper. I was BG. Say, you, are you going to go into that or do you want to leave that as a. No, I w- like, yeah, like I won't go into all of the ins and outs because it is it's really interesting. And like it's, it's so much more than even what I'm describing here. This is yeah. a very like loose base. But yeah, so the Norwegian paper VG also picked up on primarily Cecilia's story. But then obviously she kind of is just one of the. <laughs> many needles in the haystack in terms of this um but yeah i actually i mean i i looked him up on instagram he'd mm-hmm. just done a new story of him in a car with a a girl so um yeah i don't know apparently though his instagram has been taken out but uh it was hilarious but uh, well, hilarious. he is well. well frightening, but frightening that anyone would even want to get involved. Like, I mean, this girl was in the car with him and it's just like, even if yeah. you're not going to give him money, <clears throat> do you not think that he's an absolute lying bastard, though? Yeah. A sociopath. Do you know that sort of way? Yeah. Yeah, actually, a total sociopath. I mean, like he was literally not only defrauding he was like emotionally ruining these girls lives as well because he was promising he was actually having relationships with these women and then like taking their money it's just absolute scumbaggery yeah big time yeah now i found myself initially anyway. quite annoyed that the, the, the like the, the the girls weren't more clued into it like and and maybe that was unfair because I was like an outsider looking in sort of thing, and I was like ah oh, you weren't so blinded by the fact that you thought you found a billionaire on Tinder then you would have spotted the signs a lot sooner and all this shit <laughs> like, but uh, in the end I felt incredibly sorry for the first girl she was just absolutely taken for for taken for and um yeah you had nothing but sympathy for her. the second girl who was the friend. Who is definitely holding back half her story, like mm. something up there, like because her story doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you look back on it, like, and yeah, she got taken for some money as well, but yeah, the the, the fact that she was just you know spending the entire summer as a friend with this person who's going around with another underwear model, um, and getting letting him pay for everything, sort of thing, I was like, yeah, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You did a lot more than you're letting on, sort of thing, like, um, 
but uh, I do feel like that yeah. a little bit. There's like definitely more to her story, yeah. But um, but ultimately, yeah, no, the, the yeah, level of the, deception uh, involved on his behalf is it's like, yeah. If it wasn't so evil, it would almost be you know you know impressive in terms of its design and it's in terms of how he executed it so well. Like, but um, it's like pure evil. It's callous on another level that I can't even imagine. Like. To do this yeah. to one woman and then just move on to the next one with her money, do it to them, and then more money. Yeah. Just that like that cycle where you can just move on and do it is just it's it's disgraceful, you know? It, it really That's is. why I think yeah. like like yeah. like for him to go down for five months, knowing that he's like capable of this behavior is mm. just so short. You know, that's like a summer holiday and uh and two months it's like nothing. when you think yeah. of like you know for what he did it's nothing. like yeah. he'll just literally and and he was clearly back on tinder have come out and said he is banned on their site as did match.com so um yeah i guess it's just wait and see what's next for Shimon Hayush, I don't, aka I don't, fa- I don't fancy his chances Simon Lebyev. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I don't fancy his chances after this. Time. I definitely yeah. think he'll get some kind of book deal. He's going to get some kind of, uh, I'd say Netflix are going to create some movie out of this, or possibly a uh, an actual series, uh, f- further down the line. Watch this space wouldn't surprise me although if he makes any money from any of it that'll be a, it'll be a poison chalice for anyone involved so oh yeah, yeah. i i'd say yeah but I, i'd say he won't well he won't do it from netflix but like but i'd say like sure he's already being interviewed on uh like shows is he um you know as almost a minor celebrity so oh no, yeah, the world, the world has gone wrong. It really has. I know. Yeah, no. I know. Giving so, him airtime. Yeah, no, something went wrong. The guy should be in jail, and nothing but like, and there's fucking. The, I know the, the crassest media outlets out there trying to make a minor celebrity out of him. Now nah, forget it. The world's gone wrong. No. But also, um, the women that we see have never received a penny in uh, compensation either. No, and no. they've got like they've all had like essentially taken out a mortgage to support this guy. Uh, it's just it's mad. Yeah, like I mean, there are parts of you that are like, how did that? How did they do that? Like, why would you give someone that much money? And like, you know, you're not because he. Cause but then, sow- yeah, I, I don't know. They see where or, or not sown the seed. He'd sown the seed of truth or trust in them with the the initial outlay of you know wealth that led them yeah. to believe that there's no way it's yeah. not true because they had everything even if they google them they get the story that he told yeah know? a and real like, person a real person like, yeah because you know, this person. name is actually the real yeah he's a, he's a real person i know like, you know? it's so. crazy it's uh yeah, yeah. It's tough, tough uh luck. so that's it it's definitely worth a watch it's it's on netflix and it is definitely worth a goo. Mm, I agree. Totally. 
I concur. Um, I can also recommend Wordle. <laughs> the, the the app. <laughs> yeah. That you will soon have to. Well, pay for it's not because... really an app. It's it's a site. Yeah. That I, uh, New York Times have bought it, but uh, yeah. So you need to just play it every day until it's gonna reach a paywall. <laughs> until you die. Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, definitely uh, worth. I haven't played it yet, no, to be honest with you, but I've heard all about it, so. I, oh my God, you have to start playing it. Do I, though? Do I? Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's actually, do you know what? It's actually good either first thing in the morning, so it kind of gets your brain working, or else, like, if you're, if you need to just kind of, if you're in work and you like, your head is melted, but you need to do something, you could just do a wordle, and then you can only do once per day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is that going to be a big fucking game changer for you? Or are you yeah, just not yeah, going to do it now? do it once? Fuck that. No. <laughs> um, you have to do this. <laughs> okay. Uh, me my it's a website. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Fair Wordle. Enough. Wordle. I'm on it. Word. Is it wordle.co.uk? I mean, just Google it right there. Um... How, how much did the New York Times buy for it? Powerlanguage.co.uk. No, I don't know, actually. I'm dying because I know the guy um, like made it just to keep his girlfriend entertained during lockdown. That was the reason behind it. So I'm dying to know how much he made off it. It's... Times. Okay, so it says last month it was confirmed that the popular online puzzle Wordle had been bought by the New York Times for a fee of more than one million dollars. Nice. Like, I would, I thought that would have gotten more than one million. I don't know. I'd have taken more than that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have taken the million. To be honest. Yeah, I definitely would. I think I would have sold it for like five million. New York Times have it to to buy. <laughs> For my absolutely lack of knowledge in this area, but I'm pretty sure they have five million to spend on Wordle. Fair I enough. think it's worth it. I think it's worth every mil. Fair enough. But anyway, that's all I have. That's all you got. So um, have you any uh, choices for me for next week? Oh, I do actually. Oh, do you? Do you really? Yes. Uh, so I have... The Lie on the lie. Amazon Prime. I gave oh. it to you before. And I did not watch. Yes, indeed. And I definitely think it's time. <laughs> do, you, do you strongly suggest I... Like, I strongly suggest. Okay. I like... And then your other choice, if you fucking decide to go against me. <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. New series... Is out on Netflix. On the Netflix, grant. Yeah, okay. I haven't watched those yet, so I will. Yeah, that's definitely a choice I will have to make. Okay, so your options are. My, uh, yeah. On Netflix, you have Munich, The Edge of War. Munich, The Edge of War. Oh, I, I actually saw an ad for it. Yeah, you would have. Oh, it's very good. Out. Little yeah. just. What? Little Russian excerpt there. Duh. Da. Da, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and your second choice is... I'm just adding a note here. Hang on. Dum, da, da, dum. Boop, 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 boop. No, don't boop, do the music. Boop, don't do the music. But it's only the music from... Um, what is the music from? What you call it? It's the music from... What's that quiz show in America? And they ask the question as the answer. Jeopardy. That's what it is. So that's fun. Jeopardy. Jeopardy yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I got it. Um, I still don't have your other option here. Where the hell's it gone? I had the mirror marked. I do them in my my films to notes. watch. Yeah, no, you know, like you can add films to watch on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, and it's just it's all kids programs. Because <laughs> Harrison. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you don't want that? I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> Peppa Pig season two. There you go. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hello, Daddy. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go play down the hill. That's not bad, actually. That's all right. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I feel sorry for Peppa's dad. Peppa's dad is chronically getting fat chained and <laughs> just humiliated every episode. <laughs> that- that fat pig yeah yeah the mother is like oh you're not having any more cake and then the dad is just like but i like have like i'm 10 times the size of you guys like i fucking serve (laughs) a bigger piece of cake i think and i've been out to work and you guys have just been shiting around on a boat all afternoon that's uh sounds like peppa pig to me all right that's a good episode yeah uh, okay, so your other choice. I've a couple here actually, in case you've seen one. Have you seen Spotlight? Uh, yes. You have. Okay. Have you seen? Oh, actually, is that the Boston? The the, the thing set in the Boston Chronicle, I think it is the newspaper. Oh, yeah, I actually can't. Um... Michael Keaton's in it. Oh yeah. 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 I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen The Good Place? No. Oh, there you go. That's your choice. So The Good Place on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Real. Cooly. Right. Well, that's everything then, I think. That's our lot for this week, people. And you can contact us on whydidyoupodcast at gmail.com. Or you can Instagram us at whydidyoupodcast as well. With all your good recommendations. And you can like and review on Apple Podcasts as well. Or wherever you get your podcasts from. Yes. Well done. Well, well read. Um, that's, uh, I think that's our last time, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. Oh, bye. bye.